Discover the leader in you with the leadership linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthen, former New England Patriot turned Ph.D. I bring a new brand of inspiration and passion to audiences worldwide. Having served and consulted with Fortune 500 companies, the National Football League Players Association, and the White House, each week I will prescribe empowering, motivational, and life-changing medicine for your soul. Now, it's time to discover the leader in you. Well, welcome everybody. This is Dr. Jason Carthen, the leadership linebacker, and I'm excited to be with you today going to have a great show for you today and you know whenever I have a chance to interact and get a message out there that can encourage people and allow them to walk out their life's purpose I get excited about that and, you know I have my beautiful bride who will be joining me Mrs. Meridi Carthen better known as M she will be engaging today and hey everybody we are excited to talk about some of the things we're going to talk about you know there are many And my daughters and I talk about this uh, along with mom pretty much every day. But there are many young people that grow up with dreams of becoming a pro athlete or a headlining singer or musician, but rarely do they accomplish some of those dreams. Whether it's because of life circumstances or because of barriers that impede their success, they simply do not get there. However, there are some that begin to climb the pinnacle of success from a business standpoint and from a personal perspective. What's their secret, and how can knowing and sharing the secret help others? Well, I personally believe it's tied to the alignment of their actions with their purpose in this lifetime. You see, the more that you understand your purpose, the greater clarity that you have to pursue your goals and ambitions with relentless passion and focus. On today's show, we have an example of a young man who was operating in his purpose and following after his dreams both personally and professionally. Country music star Nathan Osmond will be joining us live today to give his perspective on how to lead and live a life of purpose to impact others. Now, before we do that, I want to remind you all, if you have any questions for Nathan, you can definitely give us a call at 1-888-281-1110, or you can tweet your questions to me live at Jason Carthen. We'd love to hear from you, and we just want to engage you. What you think matters to us, and you matter to us, so... Definitely, if you have any questions, give us a call, 888-281-1110. And just want to remind everybody, the uh, Jason Carthen Enterprises app has been launched on the Google Play Store and the iTunes Store. We'd love for you to download that. Keep us in your back pocket. (laughs) We have a lot of good things we can share with you, whether you're listening to some personal development tools uh, via MP3, or if you're looking at some of the videos that we have available to you. It's a lot of good content, so do not miss that opportunity. Now, without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to someone that you want to connect with, follow, and engage. Nathan Osmond is a professional singer, songwriter, actor, producer, and president of Intune Productions, a production company whose mission is to inspire the mind and lift the soul. He has made a name for himself in the country music world with four consecutive number one hit singles on various country charts. He shared the stage with some of country's finest superstars, Carrie Underwood, Chris Young, Martina McBride, Lone Star, Alabama, and even more. He was recently nominated as New Artist of the Year, Male Vocalist of the Year, and Country Breakthrough Artist of the Year by the New Music Awards in Los Angeles, California. His award-winning music videos have been seen on CMT and GACTV. Nathan is also very active in the community, 
With his philanthropic work, he launched an online social networking site designed to help nonprofit organizations called UPledge. He is proud to be the world's first UPledger, as a matter of fact. He took two years out of his career to serve the people of Santiago, Chile, on a mission for his church and is fluent in Spanish even to this day. Nathan is also a gifted public speaker and travels the world sharing time-tested principles of success with hundreds of thousands of listeners impacting lives along the way. He is married to Sarah Reynolds, and they have four little boys, Zachary, Corbin, Samuel, and Beckham. Nathan, welcome to the show, brother. How are you? (laughs) Nathan, it's so good to finally get to be on your show and talk to you. And to have your your better half here on here as well is so awesome. So I'm so grateful to be talking to the Carson family. This is great. Oh, thank you, brother. I tell you what, man, we've been looking forward to it as well. And, you know, I have to press the pause button. I got to share something with you and our close to almost 200,000 listeners. I almost didn't make this show today, man. Uh, what happened? <laughs> well, my beautiful bride, as you alluded to, she talked me into running this marathon, and it was a full 26.2 miles. And, man, oh. I almost gave up the ghost afterwards. It was bad. I <laughs> <laughs> but, Nathan, I finished, man. I finished, and I'm still oh, here. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, I just think, you know, you, you know why they call it marathon? It's because it dates back to that runner that the king had. He ran to that, that city of marathon to, to deliver a message. And what happened after he delivered the message? He ended up dying. That's right. And now we have people who pay to do that. (laughs) (laughs) And I tell you, brother, I will never, ever forget that day. I mean, it was just, it was something else, man. But I learned a lot about myself. And, you know, it was one thing, though. As I got ready to finish and cross that line, my bride was waiting for me. And she was just saying, come on, come on. And it was just like. Okay, I can do this, but after that, all bets were off. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you have anything that's you want to say, honey? I can't say I've ever run a marathon, and that's something I need to work up to. But <laughs> I did 5,000 push-ups last month, and I'm on track to hit it this month. So I'm, I'm getting my old body shape here. There you go. Hey, that's good, man. <laughs> 5,000 push-ups. Woo, okay. That's good stuff. <laughs> that's 166 a day this month. Oh, so my we're, goodness. we're taking it one bit at a time, and that's how you do things in life. You just kind of set a goal, and you, you bite off what's, what's possible. What can you tackle today? And, I, I mean, you know that of anybody being a football player. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can tackle anything in life so long as you have a vision and a purpose and the guts to go after it. That's right. Oh, but what you just said, the guts to go after, that's part of just the piece that I shared at the beginning. So many people, Nathan, they – they don't. They have the dreams, but a lot of times they fail to launch. It's like they just won't go after it, you know. And that's that's hard, man. That that's hard to live with the rest of your life, you know. Absolutely. I mean, who wants to get to the end of their life and say, "What if I had just done this?" Or what if I would have just stopped listening to the naysayers and gone after it? That's you right. never know unless you try. That's and right. uh, I, I love our, our buddy Les Brown. I'm sure you've had a chance to meet him and work with him. Oh, yeah, He's an amazing speaker out there. He says, you know, uh, shoot for the moon. And even if you miss, at least you'll fall amongst the stars. That's you know? right. And that's I just right. think that's a great quote. And people just, you never know unless you try. And so my father always says, you can do it. And that's what he was told by his father. He was an Army sergeant. You can do it. Mm-hmm. And because of that, you know, the Osmonds, when they were just kids, they were on the Andy Williams shows. They were known as the one-take Osmond because yeah. it, they would come in there and they would nail it on the first take. Yeah. And they said, how are these kids doing this? 
And they, people didn't see the hours they poured into rehearsals to get there. And it was just amazing that they got that, that title, One Take Osmond, because of the work and the, and the, and the efforts they put towards it. And uh, that's the training that I grew up with, and I know you were raised with, with great training as well. Absolutely. And that's what kids need nowadays is they need direction, and they need to hear that. You can do it. Because yeah. we're told more about our, our limitations than our abilities in this world. That is so true. And I think a lot of times, you know, I, you know, I've written several articles, but one of those, it actually deals with the whole idea of positive psychology. And I'm not talking about pie in the sky, ethereal stuff that you really can't achieve, but really working with someone from a positive standpoint and remaining optimistic about what they can achieve rather than just harboring on the, the negative aspects of things. So... You're you're right in line with that. And I you know, one of the things that I wanted to ask you, because I know we can just man, we'll be able to talk for a while and time will get away from us. But <laughs> let me ask you, you know, for you, Nathan, what does it mean to live a life of purpose? What does that look like for our listeners out there? Well, you know, I think the two most important dates in a person's life is the day that they're born and the day they know why they were born. And having that purpose in life or that vision for your life is super important. Mm -hmm. But uh, just because you have a vision, if you don't put the action behind your life and, and your dreams and your vision, uh, what good is it? I mean, somebody had, had to get off the couch and do something about the light bulb, That's you know? Right. And people told uh, Thomas Edison he was a failure. He created 999 different light bulbs that didn't work. Yeah. And he could have quit at 999, but, you know, he kept pushing and, Finally, he found the one that did work, yeah. and he didn't think of those as failures. You know, he says, I found 999 different ways of how not to make a light bulb. Mm. I love that Abraham Lincoln said that my, my concern is not whether you have failed, but whether you are content with your failure. Mm. See, a lot of times in life, we hit a little speed bump, and we pull off to the side of the road. We don't even put on our hazard lights to let people know we need help. Mm -hmm. We just sit there and go, oh, I guess I'm out of the game. Really? Mm. Who, who said that? Uh, you know, what we need to do is ask for help, not because we're weak, but because we want to remain strong. And I think that if you have at least a purpose in life or understand, or, and sometimes I believe that sometimes you have to believe in somebody else's belief in you until your own belief kicks in. Because Jason, I used to be shy. I used to be, uh, the shy one in the family. I have seven brothers. And when you, are, when you are, uh, one of eight boys, you know, you better speak up if you want to be heard. Well, my father worked with me and coached me and he helped me to see a vision for my life. My father, he could do anything. You know, he was the leader of the Osmonds, the first generation. You remember Alan, Wayne, Merrill, Jay, Donnie, Marie, and Jimmy. Mm -hmm. I come from that, that family. My father was the leader of that group. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, he had to learn at a young age how to, how to lead, how to take charge and, 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 and take that group to the top of the charts in, in, their, in their careers. Well, I, I really respected my father. And we were on television one time when I was just a kid. And I was, uh, I was on a little show called, you might have heard of it, Good Morning America. I was <laughs> nine years old. Yes. <laughs> and I was jet lagged. It was six in the morning. I was tired. And I was just one of a big group of people. But I didn't know that Joan London was going to single me out in that group. And she says, so, Nathan, do you enjoy this entertainment business? And guess who froze up on national television? Oh, no. I, <laughs> I said two words. I said, uh, yes, ma'am. And that's it. <laughs> and on the whole show, my father jumped in, saved the interview, and then after the show, he pulled me aside. He said, son, it's a talk show. Talk. Wow. People want to hear what you have to say. And on one side of the spectrum, I was really embarrassed. But on the other hand, I was liberated because my father, who was trained by Chuck Norris, he was a black belt. He sold over 100 million records. This guy was my hero. Mm -hmm. 
He looked at me and says, people want to hear what you have to say. And I believed him. Unfortunately, the youth of our world today aren't getting that message, that they're important, that their opinions matter, that what they do and what they don't do matters to every one of us. And I think, so I think that once you have the purpose, you can go after it, but you just have to believe it. You yeah. can do it. <clears throat> and Nathan, I think, you know, you just tapped on something there, and we're going to take a break here in a couple of minutes. But the reality is so many of our young people do not have life being spoken into them. It's it's more of a reactionary Amen. thing. They they wake up in the morning and they let the day just wash over them. They don't attack it. They don't. And I tell my babies every day. You know, you attack the work. You do what you need to do. Whether it's school, whether it's sports, whatever it may be, you have to be focused. And when you have an understanding of what that purpose is, then you're free to do that sort of thing. You're you're able to walk in that purpose. And just like your example. Even if Joan London asked you that question, if you if you had even been coached a little bit <laughs> to know that people want to hear what you're going to say, <laughs> you would have came off with something, <laughs> you know, but it, absolutely. I, I love the four P's that you teach, oh, you thank know, you. It's, it's incredible to, to be able to uh, to know what your passion is and, and, and that the partnership and persistence and, and the first P. Tell us the first P. The purpose. Passion, right? Yeah, purpose, purpose passion, purpose. persistence, and partnership. Mm-hmm. I love those four Ps because they all lead to uh, to leaving a, leading a purposeful life. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at the end of the day, when I actually I sat down and I mulled over and I put into practice the four Ps and, and really wanted to make sure they were bulletproof, it's, it's exactly what you're talking about. You know, it allows you to walk in that purpose-filled life and know that regardless of what may come your way, whether it's harsh times or challenging times, or even like, or even like yesterday after that marathon, I said, okay, <laughs> this was, <laughs> I'm going to be persistent. And I tell you, Nathan, man, at mile, I say 22, 23, when my bride left me, Woo-hoo! she just like took off. She just left me in her dust. I said, okay, I'm going to be persistent. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I'm not going to have an attitude. <laughs> She's gone. <laughs> And okay. that's why I love it. The, the fourth P is partnership because yes. you have that partner by your side and someone to help motivate you and push you. I tell you, you're only as strong as the people that are on your team. That's so true. And so you've got to surround yourself. I mean, if anyone knows about a great team, you do. Oh, uh, you, I'm brother. a big fan of, of the Patriots, and I'm just uh, in awe of all that you guys have been able to accomplish in oh, your careers. Thank it's you so much. But uh, you've got to surround yourself with people of excellence. Yes. Because you're only as strong as the people on your team. At the end of the day, that is so true. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. Now, everybody, I want you to stay tuned in. We're going to dig into this even more, but we are talking to country music star Nathan Osmond on Discovered Leader and You. Make sure you stay tuned and we'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. You are listening to Discover the Leader in You and How to Lead and Live a Life of Purpose to Impact Others with country star Nathan Osmond and your host, Dr. Jason Carthen. Before we went on break, these two just dived right into a conversation that had me wowed. Uh, I'm going to take a back seat today and just let these two go at it. Their hearts seem to uh, have a, a connection in what they do. Both of them are out here living their purpose and impacting the lives of, of many people and I'm just in awe that uh, of all the guests that we have, this is definitely somebody that does a lot 
uh, like my husband. So I hope you're enjoying the show, and we'd love to hear from you. Tweet us at, at Jason Carthen or give us a call. We'd like to hear from you as well. Um, the number is, uh, Dr. Carthen, will you give us a number? 1-888-281-1110. And I'll tell you what, uh, my wife, you just you just sort of hit it on the head. I mean, there's a, a level of synergy there, and I absolutely love the energy <laughs> <laughs> that Nathan is bringing. Man, we may have to do a tour, man. I have to bring you on. We need on. <laughs> to go on the road. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it, man. We'll have fun. And and speaking of, <sighs> of tours and doing things like that, I mean, what what is one project that you may have, you know, maybe on the uh, front burner right now that is going on that's going to have an impact on others? Oh, you know what? I'm so glad you asked that. I am, I've just finished up working on a brand new album. It's called Homeward Bound Heroes. And I, I did it for our troops that are coming back, starting a whole new battle, uh, those that have been injured or wounded in action. I, I'm a national spokesperson for Wounded in Action Family Foundation. If you want to hear a sneak peek of it, you can go on YouTube right now and type in the words Homeward Bound Heroes. That's the name of it, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to serve as a fundraising tool to help those get back on their feet that have served us, that have put their lives on the line for our freedom. Nice. And I'm just so honored. Every time I get a chance, I met a gentleman last night. I was thinking at a fundraising uh, event for uh, an organization uh, called OUR, Operation Underground Railroad, that helps to stop human trafficking. Mm-hmm. And this gentleman came up, and I shook his hand a little too hard. He's like, ow, ow. I said, what happened? He says, I'm, I'm an injured veteran. And I was able to thank that man for his service. You know, oh, wow. freedom doesn't come free, and uh, we have, we didn't pass it on to our children through the, through the bloodline like Ronald Reagan said. He says we must fight for it, protect it, and pass it on to them to do the same. Yeah. Otherwise, we'll spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children of what life was once like in the United States when men were free. We have to fight for freedom, and right. I'm so grateful for those that put their lives on the line. I come from a military family myself. My father, Alan, he left the Andy Williams shows. A lot of people don't know this. To go serve our nation during a very scary time in our nation's history. He learned that from my grandfather, George, who I'm named after. My middle name's George. He served as a, an Army sergeant in World War II. Uh, my great uncle's a Pearl Harbor survivor. But I got a lot of love for those that put their lives on the line for us. So I put together a project that's going to help give back. And uh, I think it's so important to do that. Wow. Nathan, I love that, man. My my bride served as well. So, I mean, that is close. Wow. Oh, yeah. Thank yeah. you, Em. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, absolutely. And she is uh, she's a triple threat, man, in so many ways. But awesome. but I tell you what, man, I love the idea of that project. Now, if people want to get involved, how would they how would they do that? Is there a way right now where they could get involved with the homeward bound? You know, homework? they can go visit uh, the, the the foundation site is W I A F F. That's Wounded in Action Family Foundation. So WIAFFUSA.org, okay. and you can check that out. Uh, I also have a little spot on Nathan'sTeam.net where people can find out about a new program we've just launched to help uh, raise funds for our our, uh, our wounded veterans out there. So you can check out Nathan'sTeam.net, too, if you would like. But uh, anyways, we're, we're just getting noisy, you know, and that's the thing is that I'm involved in a lot of different great causes. I'm also the national spokesperson for the uh, American Fallen Warrior Memorial Foundation that helps our Gold Star families and pays tribute to those. To give me ultimate sacrifice. My grandmother, Osmond, is the one that started the Children's Miracle Network. You've seen that balloon in Walmarts and in Costco's and those places. Uh, she started that. And I've worked as a youth chairman for many years with that foundation and, and many, many others. I'm always trying to be actively engaged in a good cause. And anytime I can find something that, that uh, really hits home, that I can uh, utilize my talents and my gifts. We all have different talents. Yes. You know, if there, but if there's something out there that, that resonates with you, get involved. Yeah. That's the key. And my grandmother, uh, she, she said something on her deathbed before she passed away. 
she actually wrote it down on a piece of paper. We have that paper with us today. It says, um, it's, it's incredible. It's amazing what we can accomplish when we don't care who gets the credit. Oh, yeah. And I just think that is so awesome. You know, that's the way she lived her life. Here's, she was the behind-the-scenes kind of a lady. Mm-hmm. But she raised the Osmond family, and then she started this Children's Miracle Network. The reason she did is her two oldest sons were both born deaf. She wanted to do a, you know, a creative foundation to help deaf kids, but then she's like, how can we pass up anybody? Let's just do something that helps everybody. And she started the Children's Miracle Network. So I'm so grateful for the examples that I've had in my life that have taught me that it matters, that you know, we can give back, that we can make a difference. Uh, John Andrew, uh, it was a, uh, no, I'm trying to remember who said it. It was a wise man. He said, uh, no man makes a greater mistake than he who does nothing because he could do so little. A little bit from a lot of people is a ton. So just yeah. give a little bit. And that's the part that I was just going to really sort of share there with you, because at the end of the day, you know, so many people think, well, I don't have, I don't know, a million dollars to give to a, a philanthropic sort of endeavor. But even if you have twenty five dollars at the end of the day, you know, as long as you're giving or if you're going to volunteer, you know, it's that sort of thing mm-hmm. that you just have to be open to that. Now, Nathan, we have a caller. So I know that we have a question let me bring them on right quick, and then, sure. caller, what question do you have for us? Hi, Mr. and Mrs. Carson, and your guest, Nathan. I <laughs> want—I have two questions in the comment. My first question to Nathan, I wanted to know if he had to do it all over again, what would he do differently, A, and the movie called The Secret has been, has been out, and, and, and most people know about it. It's really mm-hmm. not a secret to me, my comment is, you have to really take action in your life because they have thousands of motivational speakers every day. All sure. these people come. But why people don't really take it seriously? And I'm going to hang up for your answer. Good day. All right. Thanks for calling. Hey, okay, thanks for that. <laughs> if I had it all over to do, what would I do differently? I think I would stop listening to the naysayers early on mm. because there were a lot of times when I just, I just kind of held back and didn't go, go for it fully mm-hmm. because people, you know, just they try to talk me out of my dreams mm-hmm. and even my own family members there are certain ones that I just you know I, I I didn't tell my family I was going out to Nashville because I didn't want to be talked out of my dream but it took me a while to get there yes see that I think we're all related to someone that shares our DNA that that just loves us so much they don't want to see us get hurt right you know what if you got if God plans a dream in your heart go for it yep. don't hesitate when, when you get a prompting go for it move move mm-hmm. those feet you can't expect God to guide your footsteps if you're unwilling to move your feet so go take action, like you said. And like that book Rhonda Byrne wrote, The Secret, mm-hmm. you know what? I love Augmandine. It's the greatest secret in the world. You know, there's other, there's one called um, The Strangest Secret. You've got to check that one out as well. But one of my favorite books says, As a man thinketh, so is he, or so shall he be. And that book's been out a long time. Long so time. you've got to have that purpose, that vision, but it's all, like you said, faith without works is dead. Yeah, and Nathan, that's good stuff, man. I, I think at the end of the day, and Carla, thank you for calling in with that question. I think... One of the things that we have to remember, Nathan just opened up really a great segue there. You have so many people that they don't want to see you hurt, but then they also, and I've written about this, I wrote an article about this, they Uh do not want to chase after their dreams because fear paralyzes them and they stop. And then when you mention it, it's almost like a threat. It's a threat to them because it's like, well, you know what, if you're going to go after that, then... Maybe I should go after my dreams too, but you know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that can be it can be pretty frightening. So people try and limit you so they can remain comfortable. So 
I'm just glad that you just beat that stereotype up and said, I know I'm going forward. No one's going to steal my dreams, you know? Well, and it wasn't an easy thing, you know, because like I was doing 155 conferences a year as, as an MC and motivational speaker. And for a financial conference, I was working for a company. And the thing is, is that uh, I needed a week off to go to Nashville to start recording. Well, they're going to let me off? No. no, they don't want to see me go after my dreams. You know what? So what I had to do is I had to come up with an excuse. I said, hey, my brother Dave is getting married. I need to take a week off, uh, you know, to make sure I can go and be there for him. And you need an entire week off to go to a wedding. I said, do you know how many Osmas there are? Do you know how long that reception line is? <laughs> you know, I had to just make up an excuse. What they didn't know is that on my way home to the wedding, I was stopping in Nashville to record with Lone Star. And we produced the first four sides of my album there in Nashville. And then I came home with four sides, cut with some of the best players in Nashville and, and, and my vocals on it. And they looked at me and said, when did this happen? I was like, exactly, when no one was looking. That's and you don't right. have to tell everybody your secret. You don't have to tell everybody that everything that you're working on. Just get to work on it, get it rolling, and then once it's all ready to be delivered and, and put out there, now they're going to be blown away. And see, Donnie that's and Marie, the... <laughs> I gained their respect because I didn't ask for favors. I just went out and did it like they did it. And that's the thing, though, Nathan. Many people, and we're going to transition to break here, but many people... They say, well, I want to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to make this happen. But it never happens. At the end of the day, like you said earlier, you got to get off the couch and just get to doing. Don't worry about all these other things. Make it happen. And then it will be amazing what takes place. So, hey, everybody, we are talking to Nathan Osmond. And we're excited because we are trying to share enough with you that you understand how to lead and live a life of purpose to impact others. Let's get to doing today, everybody. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody, to Discover the Leader in You. We are talking today about how to lead and live a life of purpose to impact others with Mr. Nathan Osmond. Before we went to break, uh, Nathan, you said something very powerful. You said you don't have to tell everybody your secret. Just get busy in doing it. And that statement is just so powerful. So my follow-up question to that statement would be, with everything that you're doing, you know, the country music, the openings, the uh, just giving back, how, how important is it to actually give back? with all that you have um, in this lifetime that you're doing? Well, you know, thank you for asking that, because I learned something from a gentleman. His name is David Bach. He wrote a book called The Automatic Millionaire, Smart Women Finish Rich, Smart Couples Finish Rich. He's been on Oprah's Debt Diet and all that stuff. And he said something to me. He says, Nathan, they did studies on people that uh, became very, very wealthy, and, and, I mean, multimillionaires. And he says the one and only thing that any of these guys had in common or these gals, is that they all gave back before they were wealthy and continued to do so afterwards. He says there's something about that golden rule. What goes around comes around. And uh, I just think that you don't do it for that reason. It's got to be bigger than you. Right. Um, one of my favorite books that I love is called uh, Man's Search for Meaning, by Dr. Victor Frankel, an Auschwitz survivor. Mm-hmm. And one thing he says in his very first chapter, and this goes along with purpose, he says that, uh, he says, don't aim at success. Uh, success like happiness cannot be pursued. It must it must ensue and can only do so as an unintended side effect to one's dedication to a cause 
greater than oneself. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of fancy talk, and people that don't understand what he's saying, he breaks it down for them even further, and he says, if you know your why, you can endure almost any how. Mm-hmm. And I love that quote, because that kind of sets the whole book on a, a great path there. you got to read that one, Masters for Meaning by Dr. Victor Frankel. But I, I, I found that uh, if you know your why, he's got to be bigger than you. I go and visit a lot of these kids at hospitals, you know, and I get to bring my guitar and sing to them, and and to just to see the nurses and the doctors' eyes uh, water and say, wow, this is the most movement these kids have made the whole time they've been here. This is the first time I've seen this child smile and laugh and clap. And, you know, it, it just it, that's so rewarding to me. I always get more than what I give. And if you are having a bad day today, my challenge to you is to go do something for someone that can't do anything back for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To someone that can't give anything back to you, go do something nice for someone and do it for the right reasons. You don't do it for the accolades or the trophies or the recognition. You go because it's the right thing to do. And i got to tell you, your heart will be so warm inside when you finish serving other people. Uh, I tell you, like I said earlier, I get more when I give than mm-hmm. to those that receive from me. Wow. That's powerful. And and so with your, your statement right there, you said, you know, you get to go into the hospitals and you get to play your guitar. At what point did you know that you were born to do what you're currently doing? When did you realize that this is what I'm supposed to do? And my second, you know, portion of that question is what advice would you give to others to help them find their purpose? Because what you're doing now, there's so many people out there Mm -hmm. that want to do it or afraid to do it. Uh, I mean, just even your story, for me, it brings back uh, St. Jude's, one of my favorite foundations to get back to. And just, you know, we do because we can, not because we want to or because uh, we Mm -hmm. feel obligated to, but... You know, how did you how did you first come to recognize uh, your family, what you were born to do, and, and why you're doing what you're currently doing now? Great question. I think ah, that's a great question. I, I think it was when I just realized that it, all I ever thought about was this, and it was my great obsession. Mm. I, I had passion for it. I watched my father and uncles. I used to tour on the road with them in the tour buses, and I was you know I'd sit on the side of the stage and watch them make people smile and forget their problems for an hour or two. And, and just to see the tears fall off people's eyes, you know, I was like, wow, that, that looks so fun. Mm-hmm. And, and to touch the hearts and to hear the people talk about how, you know, my, my, my own manager, Tom Roach, he said, Nathan, it's because of your father and uncle that I stayed off drugs in, in the 70s when it was such a temptation. Before they had, what would Jesus do? I always asked, what would the Osmonds do? They were an example, a role model to him. And I said, that's what I want to do. Yeah. I want to change lives and touch hearts. And, and, and help people to, to understand who they are in God's plan. And so I, I, even though I might be singing guitar, you know, I was singing with a guitar out there and singing about uh, football or whatever it is I'm singing about, you know what? I feel like I can help people understand that they have worth, that they were born for a purpose, and that every one of us is special. And um, I, I think that I, once I realized that this is what I wanted to do the rest of my life, I just got to work, and I found ways to make it happen. I had to work other side jobs on the way up. Like I said, I was a seminar director. I, I played the piano at Nordstrom. I sold women's shoes. You know, I did anything I had to to make it. And sometimes people just want to step onto that, that football field as, a, as an NFL champ like you, mm-hmm. and it doesn't work that way. You've got to work it. You have to you have to put everything you got into it. Yeah. And just because you have a last name that people recognize, Sometimes that makes it even harder. That's right, because their expectations. I, I asked Marie and Donnie, I said, should I use the name Osmond? And Marie said, no, don't use it. You know, people will prejudge your stuff, and you want to make a name for yourself. And, and then Donnie says, Nathan, people go on American Idol, America's Got Talent, all these shows, because they want to be part of a brand. He says, you've got a brand. 
Osmond. Now, don't camp on it. Don't, don't you know, it's, let it be a layer in the cake. You have to have the goods, let, you know, but let it use, use it as a foot in the door. Yep. And then Marie changed her tune. She says, yeah, Osmond is a pretty good thing. Plus, the country music, we're known for our roots. And uh, if I would have come out not using Osmond, then uh, people would probably say, what, is he ashamed of his family? I am completely proud of my family, what they stood for, what they continue to stand for. I just wanted to use my talents to make a difference in this world. That's why I started a production company called In Tune Productions. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I figure you sing in tune, but you've got to be in tune with the man upstairs. Mm-hmm. And, and I believe that if you are, and let him guide the, you know, like Jesus take the wheel, man, uh, that's, that's, that's who my captain is. And I just love to tell people and, and share my message with them. And it's incredible, the lives that change simply by, by singing a song or helping to build them up or share something you've learned along the way. Wow, that is good stuff, Nathan. Hey, just want to remind everybody, if you have any questions, uh, give us a call here at the studio at one 281 1110 or tweet your questions to at Jason Carthen. And Nathan, you know, many of the things that you're talking about right now, I keep hearing the, the current, I guess I would say, thread that's woven through all of it. You know, I want to yeah. go out on a limb here and go, are you a believer? Let me ask you. Am I a believer? Yeah. Are you a believer? Amen. Amen. Hey, All right. Let it be so. Well, you know, I never want to just assume, but I always ask because it's like, wow, I mean, this brother is just everything he's talking about here. It keeps coming back to some some key characteristics, humility, integrity, hard work, chasing after. You know, it's. I'm telling you, this is good stuff. And I know that well, many of our listeners are just really gleaning something uh, from it. So I I really appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Now, there's something I want to ask you. It's a little off the beaten path, but when you write music, now I play the piano. I'm not that good, but I play the piano. That's awesome. Oh, thank you, brother. (laughs) Until you hear me. He has a voice, too, everybody. He has a set of lungs on him that he doesn't share. thank you, honey. (laughs) Yeah, and so when you write your music, how do you decide what the message is going to be? You know, it's a... I have different days, you know, when I'm thinking about fun stuff and crazy stuff. I, I, Brian McKnight produced a couple of my my songs, and and he, he I asked, you know, about his. Do you ever get writer's block? No, you never get writer's block because there's always something that happened in his day that he can write about. That woman at the mall that was really rude to him, you know, or or something <laughs> like that. You know, he always he says I never run out of content, but I always try to ask myself, okay, how is this going to impact the listener? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to just write another love song. Right. I want to write a song that means something. When I was uh, on this musical tour, I did Joseph and the Amazing Technic of the Dream Club, that Broadway tour, uh, all over North America for two years. But I remember sitting in this little house. I said, I don't, I don't want to sit around the house all day. I'm going to go over and be productive today. I went over to this theater, the Paper Mill Playhouse, and I remember sitting there, and I said, help me, Heavenly Father, help me to write a song that is going to touch hearts and really uh, help me find that message. And I found that, like, that's what, like I said, Intune Productions is my company, and that is because we got. I want to be in tune when I write. Mm. Um, and I wrote this song called "The Words I Never Got to Say." I wrote it thirty minutes from ground zero. Well, two years later, when everything went down, I thought of the words that I wrote thirty minutes from that location, and I said, "This is the perfect nine eleven song." The words I never got to say: If you love someone, tell them, that's express right. it, show it, don't hold it back, get off your cell phone, and go give your wife a hug. You know what I'm saying? And, and it, it, if you were here, these are the words I tell you. These are the words I never got to say. And it's a very powerful song. I, I sat down with uh, my, one of my songwriters from Scotland. We were on Skype. And she said to me, Nathan, what do you want to write about today? And I said, 
you know, I want to write a song about our troops. Mm. Really? She said. I'm like, yes. And I expressed, like I did on this radio show today, my love for our troops and why it means so much to me. I want, I've always been singing Lee Greenwood's song, God Bless the USA. I want to write my own God Bless the USA song. And it comes from my heart. And she says, I wish that we were more patriotic like that. I mean, we got the Scottish pride, which is, but I love how Americans sing about their troops and sing about freedom and sing about all this. And I said, let's write something. And 30 minutes later, I tell you, we were in tune. We wrote a number one hit song wow. called Stars and Stripes. And you can you can hear that on iTunes and watch the video because it won the, the best video and filmed in Utah Music Awards. And uh, we actually have live combat footage in this video. There are no actors except for the little baby in this video. We feature a, a real Marine couple from Utah. And that song has really touched a lot of different people's hearts. But I have a hard time you know, uh, watching the video and singing at the same time because of the, the images that are on there. But I just always try to ask myself, what is the listener going to get out of this? Yeah. And it's not, I just want to write another love song. Let's write something that's going to mean something to somebody. Wow. So that's why I enjoy writing theme songs. I've written theme songs for the All of Oz and Hearing Fund. I wrote one for a little child cancer one called uh, I'm Right Here. I wrote the theme song, or this whole album, for the American Fallen Warrior Memorial Foundation. And also we wrote one called 21 Guns for mm. the American Fallen Warrior Memorial Foundation because those are the songs that matter at the end of the day are the ones that touch people's hearts and help heal wounds. Yeah, Nathan, that is good stuff. We're going to take a quick break, but just as a segue to the break, I mean, just even thinking about the title of that song, the words I never got to say, I think we all need to be more intentional with, you know, some of those things that we would like to share, whether it's our children, whether it's our brides or husbands. You know, it's one of those things that we have to be intentional with life and loving people and letting them know how much they mean to us. So, hey, everybody, you are listening to Nathan Osmond, and this is Discover the Leader in You. Make sure you stay tuned. We'll be right back. everybody to discover the leader in you we are speaking with mr nathan osman and we're talking about how to lead and live a life of purpose to impact others before we went to break again just a powerful show that we're having today talking about giving back and what we do with our purpose in life and how we impact others and i just want to take a quick second and give a special shout out to your bride and just thank her so much for allowing you to uh, be a part of our show today and sharing you with us because i know that sharing you with the world um, is a is a big gift that she, that she shares with all of us. And so just thank you so much for sharing your husband with us today. That's right, Sarah. I don't know if you're listening, but if you hear it later, uh, <laughs> you'll be on iTunes. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to let her go listen to this. That means so much. Good, you man. Know, uh, sometimes yeah. I get bent out of shape because like, hey, why don't you come watch me perform? I'm just down the street. I'm doing a show like right here. And she goes, honey, let me just explain something. This is how I support you. I let you go out and do what you do, and I take care of everything else. <laughs> yes, man, that is, Nathan, that is so true, though. I mean, man, my oh, bride, she's, man. yes, yes. I mean, that's the way my wife is. I mean, she is so intentional. And honestly, I didn't know, Nathan, it could be that way. I really didn't. Oh. And just knowing that someone has your back 
regardless of whatever the circumstances may be, they have your back and they want to see you do well. My wife will say, I'm your biggest fan. And that's the thing that just lets me know, hey, I got to keep this thing going, man. Got to keep it going. Yeah. So. Oh, absolutely. We both married low-flying angels. There you Oh, I like that. I like that. Okay, good stuff. Um, one of the things that, you know, I wanted to um, – I wanted to ask you, you know, and this is, you know, this is something that for me, I, I think about it because we're always learning and we're always growing. So I wanted to ask you, are there some books in your library that, you know, maybe you've used along the way that help you to continue to grow that our leaders could not our leaders, but our listeners could learn from? Are there certain books that you still have Absolutely. read? Absolutely. Okay. I mean, the scriptures are obviously, you know, number one, but I love, like, Man's Search for Meaning by Dr. Victor Frankl. I love that book. Uh, mm-hmm. Awaken the Giant Within, Tony Robbins. I love uh, John C. Maxwell's books on leadership. I just had a chance to be on the phone with him the other day, and I asked him, I said, uh, John, I said, if you could pick one attribute of leadership, which would you say is the most important of all attributes of leadership. And he said, without question, humility. And I just love that he said that. But if you want to read some of his books, I like Today Matters and Thinking for a Change. You see, that's the thing. The problem is that most, most, uh, uh, most of us in today's society, we're so, like, dealt into our what's on our cell phone and what's our latest post on Instagram. And, this and that. we don't take time to think. That's we need right. to turn it off and get still and really focus. You know that you're just one idea away from making it? Yeah. You know, it just takes one good idea and mm-hmm. the guts to go after it to to set yourself up for life. Mm-hmm. You know, and you have it within you to come up with that idea, but if you're not using your talents and your gifts inside and that brain of yours, I tell you, you have so many great ideas, and you got to act on those ideas, because if you don't, someone else will. That's right. And so that, that word action is so important. Mm-hmm. I love that, uh, you know... Uh, you just you just got to put the action behind it. My father, he, he gave me a good acronym in life. You know, my father, he's had tw- uh, MS, multiple sclerosis, for 28 years. But it doesn't have him. In fact, from day one, he says, I might have MS, but MS does not have me. Mm. And he's got a rock outside his house, and it says, life is tough. But he's not a very good speller. He spells it T-U-F-F. <laughs> and this is what it stands for here. He says, you got to have a target in life target and then you got to understand what's going to take you to get and hit that hit that target and understand it's not going to be easy there will be speed bumps there's going to be naysayers along the way tune them out that's what the next letter comes with f focus uh, because we live in a very noisy society with everyone tugging at our money and our attention over here and hey look at this stay focused and he says the last is fight you got to put the, the umph and triumph you got to you know, folk, your target, understand, focus, and fight. That is a, a recipe for success right there. Wow, I like so that. I'm, I'm telling him he needs to write a book. Yeah. There are so many books in my library that I could recommend, but uh, I, I just think there's so many that you, you should check out. The Greatest Secret in the World, Augmentino, is fantastic. I love Andy Andrews' books. Um, if you want to read a great one to start you off, go read The, the Traveler's Gift. Mm. It's a New York Times best-selling book. It's an easy read. It's short. But it, it uses people throughout history that teach this gentleman named David Ponder some important lessons that they learned in their lives that helps him along the way. It's called The Seven Decisions. It's called, you can just look it up. It's called The Traveler's Gift by Andy Andrews. I highly recommend it. 
All but, right. Uh, I could go on for hours about books. Yeah, and listeners, hey, hopefully you had a chance to write some of these down. But, yeah, those are all good things. And, you know, also just as a follow-up, everybody, the show is it will be on iTunes and then also it will be available on my website. You'll be able to download. But you definitely want to just listen to it again because it's a lot of nuggets here and we are almost out of time. But, you know, one of the things that I just want everyone to be intentional with, you know, is just just understanding that everything that Nathan is sharing with us, this has been hard fought. It's not like this stuff just came easy. I, I keep hearing that, too, the focus and just understanding, you know, you have to work for what you want. But if you never begin the process, then you're never going to get there. You know, and that's the thing. You know, you have to be intentional with that. Nathan, would you agree? Absolutely. You have to want it more than anybody else. Just like Michael Jordan wanted it more than anybody else. In fact, that's what he said, you know, that he worked harder than anyone because he wanted it more than anyone else, and he went after it. Uh, You can make money in life or you can make excuses. You can't make both. You can achieve your dreams or you cannot, but it's up to you. Henry Ford always said that. He says, if you say you can or you say you can't, you're both right. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to believe that you can do something, but then you got to you got to go after it. Yeah, that's good stuff. That is good stuff. Well, let me ask you. I mean, what advice do you have for some of our young people these days? When I go into these schools, these colleges, and high schools, and and I talk to them and encourage them, you know, I share my own brand of advice. But what would you share with some of our young people? First of all, just know that you're important. Everything that we do in this life matters, and everything that we don't do matters. Uh, I think we waste a lot of time. Uh, you, I, I love the electronics that are out there. I love the cell phones. I love the, the way that we can get a message out to the masses on a grand scale in, in seconds. But the thing is, are we wasting time? You know, time is something you cannot get back. Just ask a senior citizen that. You know, are you? Are, did you waste your time in your life? You know, I want to make sure that when I get to that point in my life that I can look back and say, you know what? I, I gave everything I had to make an imprint. And, and I think that the young people have so much good in them. They have so many skills, but they've got to make sure they're getting the right message out there. Um, I'm not to, not to single out any reality shows, but there are some out there. By the way, reality shows are not real. As one that's in the entertainment business, they are scripted. Yeah. Okay, so understand that. Turn the TV off and go make your own reality show. Mm-hmm. Make it, but, but do it with uh, intention. And be intentional, as you say. You know, have a focus, have a vision for your life, a purpose. And and the thing is, is once you make it, I want you to hit that lobby button. Okay, sit it back down the lobby. Bring your family and friends up with you because you're obligated to do so. When you make it in life, help others around you to make it as well. That's and I think right. that as you give back and as you find that purpose in life, others will find theirs as well. That is nice. That is very nice. Well, hey, you know what, Nathan? I have a special surprise for you. I'm... You know, I just want to give our listeners just a brief touch of some of the things that you are doing out there in the country music space, and then also with just some of the endeavors that you have going on. Listen up, everybody. Desert's my blanket And she's tucked away at home Watching over our children But I, I'm not alone Side by side 
so everybody you can hear just a little bit of what Nathan has uh, going on here and and I can tell you now, Nathan. I don't know if that's you. Is that you starting us off right that's there? That's me singing. Wait that's a minute, me. man. I, I don't know. I'm gonna have to talk. To, I'm gonna have to talk to Sarah because I tell you what, man. You sound all smooth and sultry on there. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, Jason. No oh, problem. Oh, gotta check out the tailgate song. That's a football song. You'd like that one. Okay. Or song sweet. We got a lot of music coming your way, but uh, I thank you for having me on your show here today. And Anne, it's such a pleasure to meet you as well. And like we said, we need to go on the road together. We got a, we got a message that we need to take out to the world. I agree, brother. I tell you what, man, you are doing it, and I'm I'm very proud of you, brother. I'm very proud of Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, hey, everybody. Thank you so much. No, no problem. And like I said, I want everyone to make sure you go and download it from uh, iTunes, but also go to the website at jasoncarthen.com. And really appreciated having Nathan on the show today as we talked about how to live and lead a life of purpose to impact others. Truly appreciate each and every one of our listeners. And always remember, live every day with passionate intention and have a destiny focus. Take care now. You've been listening to Discover the Leader in You with the leadership linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthen. We want to hear from you. Connect with us now. Visit our blog and visit our website at jasoncarthen.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Enterprises. Follow us on Twitter at Jason Carthen. Let's keep the conversation going. And if you want to listen to the podcast, go to jasoncarthenradio.com. Be sure to join us every Sunday at 2 p.m. on AM 1420, The Answer, to discover the leader in you. If you would like to be a sponsor for Discover the Leader in You, call Scott Souza at 1-440-552-2995. That's 1-440-552-2995.